Thanks for joining us. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to the Brilliant Light Wellness Podcast, where host Joanne Nuaduck and her expert guests will shed light on issues that impact your health, love, and happiness. Welcome to Brilliant Light Wellness, where we shed light on health, love, and happiness. My name is Joanne Nuaduck, and I'm here with my dear friend, who is having a laugh attack even before we get started. And so was I. Isn't it the but best medicine? It <laughs> is the best medicine. All right. If you're listening to this right now, you can already tell this is going to be a fun podcast. I'm actually here with my dear friend, Sandy Dacey, who is an incredible singer, a wonderful sound therapist, and most importantly for this podcast, the producer of this podcast. She is really a wonderful woman. I'm going to start with her bio. The love of music and sound has always been a big part of Sandy's life. She also is a world-traveled singer and still enjoys performing in the vibrant energy of live music. And she really does. I've seen her. She's incredible. Realizing the impact of music on her audiences locally and abroad, Sandy began sharing her love of singing vocal education, and performing experience as a vocal coach. Voice coach, actually, I'm sorry. It's a voice coach, and there is a distinction. We can talk about that later. Mm -hmm. Through her own personal and spiritual development, a body, mind, and soul approach brought her to the healing modality of sound therapy. And that's where we're actually not just colleagues, but classmates. Mm -hmm. Classmates. Discovering the vibrational synergy between voice and sound for stress relief and transformative healing. Sandy just does wonders. So whether it is for health, wealth, or yourself, today we are going to be talking about all the magic she brings to her clients, her friends, and her family. Welcome, Sandy. Thanks, Joanne. It's wonderful to be here. It is so wonderful to have you here. Although, because we're such good friends and we work together well, sometimes... It takes a few minutes to get the giggles out, but now, now we can have a great conversation where people can listen in and we can share just the magic that you bring. You know, I, I, I just want to start off by asking if you could share a little bit to our audience as to, you, you have quite a variation of what's going on, but it's all intertwined, like singing and then becoming a coach and, and adding sound therapy in there. Tell me how they're all tied together or or what was your path? Like, how did, how did you get involved with all of this? That's a big question. It is. Yeah. And as you read in, in a little bit of my bio, really one of the biggest things about it was recognizing the synergy between the audiences that I performed for. So it was, uh, yes, I, I was entertaining them and singing their favorite songs and a lot of times they would sing along as well so I started to notice the difference when people were able to sing along uh, some of their favorite songs oh. and sometimes they would come up after a show and say you know I really appreciated the way you sang that song and I had no idea what they were really talking about but I so I asked them more and said so and how is it different than you know how you're used to hearing it and uh, it just carried it, you know, in their words, it, it just sounded different. And I really enjoyed it. It reminded me of, and, you know, they may say of a friend or of yeah. their mother or of their child or, you know, of a, an experience that they had when they were backpacking in Europe or something like that. 
So I started to realize that there was an energy, there was a, like a, that created the synergy. And it mm. started to help yeah. me to understand a lot more that there was more here than simply a singer singing songs for Absolutely. an audience. Yeah. There was an exchange happening. And I wanted to know more about that. So I thought, okay, so how can I learn more about this? So I, I started to make my own personal and kind of spiritual developments with my, within myself. But then I also thought, well, after I came home from a major tour, I wanted to help others to learn more about my passion with singing and okay. how they could also create synergy, either in, you know, singing for their family or friends uh, or just for themselves for a as and is that when you became a coach or is that when you went into sound therapy? So that's when I became a voice coach. And I like that. Can you explain the distinction uh, between a vocal coach and a voice coach? So I would say vocal coach feels more uh, medical. It feels more related to the, the health field, uh, the medicine field. Oh, I see. Okay. As opposed to, you know, a voice coach, voice is the actual sound that's made vocal feels more like, like the mechanics right okay. it's okay. more about the technical mm -hmm. side of voice and when i hear them I, I was thinking that yeah that it'd be more the vocal coach is the real technical getting the flaps and everything to work correctly right. and singing whereas i know from personal experience having you coach me with some singing um that voice is very encompassing can you speak on that a little bit? Yeah, really. Just how powerful voice is. Mm -hmm. is that your meaning? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really, really is. And it can really help you with your body. It can help you to, you know, connect with your body in a different way for physical health. It can connect with your emotions and it can connect with your mental state. Absolutely. So, and what comes to mind for me is our voice is a reflection of our power as well. When we feel like we don't have a voice that's saying we don't have power. And so the fact that you help people connect with their voice really helps people get centered in their own, in their own power, their own being. And I share that from personal experience, if I may, uh, just to bring a little context is um, Sandy and I first met, I always want to say like, you know, 50 years ago. <laughs> it's not, it's only been what, about four years, maybe. Um, yeah. Yeah. But we feel we've been quite connected ever since. And what I was amazed with is how beautifully you sang and that you believe that everyone has that ability to sing. And so um, a while back, I, I asked Sandy, would she be willing to do group singing lessons? Because I had always wanted to learn how to sing. I, I was intimidated. I'd hear people sing. And when I sang, I could hear that I was off key. Like I, I just, I was embarrassed. And I wanted to be able to sing and I knew I wasn't going to go for private lessons. That was just something I didn't feel. I mean, I wanted to, but it just wasn't within the budget. And, and I knew there was other women out there and other people that were mouthing words that happy birthday. And, and so I asked Sandy to, to run a, a group session where really the only way you could get in the door was to um, admit that you were scared of singing. And so we did this through the Fabulous of 50 organization, the one in Calgary, and it has been a raging success. And, and I have to thank you, Sandy, for 
allowing me to release my voice in that way. I mean, right now, I guess it was last year at Christmas at one of our meetings, I shared with people this story and then said prior to us working together, the way I would sing happy birthday was like, so if you're listening, you couldn't hear me sing because I was mouthing the words. But then I broke into happy birthday to you. And I sang the whole song in front of 30 other people. I didn't even know I was going to do it. It wasn't rehearsed at all. But it's not that I'm an amazing singer, but I, I let go of that fear around it and just I'm willing to share. So can you share a little bit more of that transition and what it, what is your goal or how do you do that? How did you create that magic for me? <laughs> well, first off, thank you very much for introducing me to a group format because I was used to one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. So that was one of the biggest things about that. And I, I couldn't even imagine harnessing the energy of, you know, more than one person at a time. And it, you know, that just seemed to be something that was natural. Uh, but it really did come, um, it, it came as a package. So there was like a dynamic within the group that I was able to speak to and guide. So one of the biggest things around that, though, was uh, recognizing that it was, it was just, it was fun. That was what? fun. The biggest part of it was how much fun it was yeah. with more than, you know, one-on-one. -on -one. And yeah. it can still be fun one-on-one. -on -one. I, I really actually try and make sure that that's included in every session. So that was the thing is that it became something where the women didn't feel singled out. Yes. They knew that everyone was there, right. you know, to, to go from petrified to party really is the name yeah. of the, the level one. Yeah. And I think actually you had helped me come up with some of the, you know, the um, little terms, the terms, yeah, for each of the levels. But the, one of the things that really came about was I found it really interesting that for me to go from one-on-one -on -one coaching to a group, there was some um, anxiety and, you know, some challenge. So I was actually going from not so much petrified, but not being sure if I could do this. But your belief in me, you know, helped yeah. me to realize that, okay, you know what, I, I know I have something to offer here. Yeah. So it was a wonderful thing that I was actually feeling some of what everyone else was feeling. Yeah. However, I had sung before and spoken before yeah. in public, so I was able to just kind of take what I knew and shared it. But it was a very simple sort of process within myself within those first few moments of that first session was right. to say, okay, what do you know and yeah, what do you want do. to say and share? So, And I, I, if I can interject, yeah. I think one of the reasons, and when you and I talked, one of the reasons you had that, just like anyone that wants to do well, especially in the service of others, is, is that was it. You wanted to do your best. You had the skills and you knew how to do it, but it was, how do I recreate it? Because I kind of threw you in there. It's like, okay, here we are. We've got like eight of us. Teach us. <laughs> exactly. I mean, wasn't that easy. But why don't we take a minute um, for our listeners and do one of the fun uh, voice warm-up exercises. Because I know, you know, as a participant, we spent a fair bit of time doing learning how to breathe properly. And we can speak on that. And uh, but we all, you also just had us do some fun exercises that got us out of our nervousness. Yeah, and absolutely. Then, like, what was it, like a sign awe or a siren or 
what exactly. one do you want to lead us in? Either one. Well, let's start off with the sighing off because it's, okay. it's really gentle. Okay. And it's also something you do first thing in the morning. So just, okay. you know, if you can, you know, in your home uh, or wherever you are to be able to put, as soon as you put your feet on the floor, do kind of uh, take a nice low breath in. So you're actually breathing into your lower rib cage. Okay. In through your nose? In through your nose? You know, in through your nose or in through your mouth. I would say the goal would be in through your nose. Okay. But sometimes it's it's challenging to take okay. a, a you know a low, full breath. So if you need to do it through your mouth, that might be okay. the easiest. So then we do that and then we do an ah sound. So start so high. Basically it's it's yoga. Okay. It's kind of a yogic for your voice. So it's really ah. Very easy. Exactly. Like that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ready? Or you can start with a low note and go to a high note. So okay. whichever you prefer. Okay. Uh-huh. Good. Nice breath in. Good. That's so, fun, isn't it? I so, hope if you're listening. Not if you're listening. Obviously, if you can hear me, you're listening. Did you participate? Try it with us. Yeah. You want to do it one more time? Absolutely. Okay. So nice. Do it with in. us. Go ahead. Ready? Uh... because what it does is it starts to uh, I call it yoga because it, it gently stretches your vocal range from your speaking voice which can you know have a certain number of mm-hmm. notes in it shall mm-hmm. we say uh, but it actually can help just open things up a little bit it opens up the chakras without you even realizing that mm-hmm. and those are energy centers that are you know in the body if you're familiar with the chakra system so it's uh, very interesting just to kind of unlock that first thing in the morning so even when you wake up and you're you know you've got this big stretch and a yawn sort of thing you're doing exactly so you can have a nice stretch as well as opening up your voice so if you can't really do any voicing though either you're with your partner or the rest of the house sort of thing you can just even do a very gentle soft one or you can wait till you get in the shower got it a human in there that's fantastic yeah i love that i love that now, once your voice is warmed up, I know within the group you do some singing. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned before that, Sandy, you've traveled all over the world singing. And, and um, do you want to share a little bit about your singing career with us? You know, it is, how, how did that start? And, and uh, how many bands have you been in? And what kind of music have you sang? Like, <laughs> I, I love knowing that if you've seen pictures of Sandy, um, you know, the, the big, beautiful hair back in the day. And she's still gorgeous <laughs> now. But, I mean, those pictures, nothing beats the hair back. Oh, then, I right? tell you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Big yeah. hair. Could you share <laughs> a little bit about your career? And, and then I have a favor to ask. But Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no problem. Really, you know, the short and sweet of it is always loved singing. Yeah, I mean, I had my my first. I don't even know if you know this, but my backyard. I did a backyard concert when I was nine, oh. and my boyfriend. What do you? What kind of boyfriend do you have when you're nine? But anyway, <laughs> so he carried my books to school. I don't know. Um, but it was interesting because we had a concert together. And That's so fun, isn't it? 
but the big song of the day, he's, he tried to be <laughs> just, just fine. I mean, that was awesome. Go ahead. You know? Um, and we tried to do the sounds of silence together as a duet as, uh, with Simon and Garfunkel. Aww. So that was, <laughs> but I'm thinking how ironic that we're doing a voice concert, a singing concert, <laughs> we're singing about the sounds, sounds of silence. silence. That so that sweet. was funny. But anyway, so that was one of the first performances I did, but then went to the Young Canadian School of Performing Arts mm-hmm. and uh, graduated from there, did some musical theater, uh, two or three 40-day uh, productions annually for three years. Worked for a few years and then ran into a friend who was performing with uh, her dual partner at a club. And so listened to them and he got the bright idea that maybe it would work with two female vocalists as, oh, as opposed okay. to just one. So, so we kind of brought our forces together and for a year we, we traveled kind of western Canada somewhat and had uh, gowns and we did uh, Manhattan Transfer and we did the Supremes. Oh and, um, fun! We did a salsa set and then a country <laughs> set. We had different you know costumes for each one. That's so awesome. So that was really fun. That was called Classique and then uh, went on from there to country music for uh, almost a decade uh, and traveled all over western Canada and then Went on my own for about a year doing some country music. Okay. Released a, a CD. And and then from there met a fella that I, I went on a cruise ship with. Uh, so he came up to me on a break and said that like he... Like performing. Yeah. Okay. It <laughs> sounds like I you're know. running away into the sunset. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> no. Okay. Not quite. No. <laughs> so, yeah. So came up to me on a break and said, you know, our singer is sick. Would you like to join us? So Fantastic. this ended up being joining the band Night Flight. And we were on a cruise ship for a month in the Mediterranean and three months in the Baltic. Fantastic. Uh, on the Princess Cruise Lines. That's awesome. So yeah, when I came back, I joined, uh, was asked to join a uh, corporate party dance band. So that was really fun. That was uh, uh, fun in the front seat. And that has now kind of migrated into uh, a trio called Red Fedora. And I know that well, playing at the uh, Fabulous at 50 event right. last year in yes. Calgary. Yeah. That is fantastic. Now, I said I was going to ask you a favor. Yeah. So we're going to take a pause and have a little break. So don't go away because, Sandy, my favor is would you sing a little bit for us? Of course. Right after this pause. Okay. (laughs) All right. So stay tuned. Don't go away. Refresh your cup of tea, whatever you're up to, and just listen to a couple commercials. By the way, listen carefully. One of these commercials is Sandy. Do you remember a time when you just sang and played with your voice for the fun of it? Are you afraid to speak in public or sing? At Sounds Within Voice Coaching, we'll shift you from petrified to party. You'll learn the five simple tools to speak in public with greater confidence, sing with more joy and passion, and feel empowered through voice play. Enhance and share your message on the stage or in your world. Unleash your sounds within. For a free voice play assessment, contact sandydacy.com front slash voice coach. Hello and welcome back to Brilliant Light Wellness. We're here today with Sandy Dacey and we're talking about all the wild, wonderful adventures that she has had as a performer in many bands touring all over the world. 
her love of voice coaching, and also we'll touch base a little bit of a little bit more about some sound therapy that she incorporates all three of these in her life and just weaves magic into people's lives. And before the break, I had asked Sandy if she would sing us a song. So right now she is about to do that. And I think, what are we going to sing here? <laughs> Not we. What are you going to well, sing? Let's, let's, sing let's give them something to talk about. Yes, exactly. I love that song. Yeah. Fantastic. So do you want me to do a verse and a chorus? Or sure. how much time do we have? Sure. Okay? We're good. Right. I think we're good for a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. People are talking, talking about people. I hear them whisper. You won't believe it. They think we're lovers. Kept undercover and I just ignore them. But they keep saying we laugh just a little too loud. Stand just a little too close. We stare just a little too long. Maybe the scene. Something we don't, darling. Let's give them something to talk about. <laughs> Let's give them something to talk about. Let's give them something to talk about. How about love? <laughs> that is awesome. Sorry to make you laugh in the middle of that. For those of you that cannot see us. <laughs> Um, I was singing along, but mouthing the word. I was lip syncing and probably doing a bad job. And I was making Sandy laugh. Thank you, Sandy. That was beautiful. I so admire someone who can just break out into song like that. It's phenomenal. Now I want to touch base because we've talked a bit about your music career. And, and by the way, you're still, you're still performing, mm -hmm. right? You're still performing, which is fantastic. And you have your voice coaching, but there's another aspect that you became quite fascinated with. And that's where we became classmates. Um, but you were, you were involved with sound therapy before I joined in. In fact, mm -hmm. you were the reason I stepped into that, uh, vibrational world of sound. Can you tell me a bit about how, how, how you progressed into that? How, did, how does that blend into everything you do? Well, a lot of what I learned with my voice students one-on-one mm -hmm. on one, was realizing that there was a lot of challenge. When people start to sing or they wanted to learn to sing and they would open their mouths, sometimes there would be a lot released. Mm -hmm. So sometimes their fear, they would be trying to hold their fear in or, or something, trying mm -hmm. to hold something back is what I recognized. And it was really interesting. I mean, I'm just trying to teach the basics and the, you know, techniques of singing. And, yeah. and honestly, in, in of itself, and I realized later what was happening was they were actually starting to release something that was deeper within them that may have been holding them back mm -hmm. from like old negative energy. Or, exactly. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really interesting. So I thought, well, what, how can I help? How can I help them learn more? And what I realized that when our, our thoughts start to take over mm -hmm. uh, and they say, we're not good enough, or yeah. I can't reach that note or something. And I'm pointing at my head right now because yeah. a lot of the thought process can stop our sound in its tracks. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I'm not good enough or I shouldn't yeah. say this or yeah. 
you know, I, I definitely can't sing this. It's too high. It's too hard. Yeah. What you're doing is you're actually telling your body physiologically that you can't do this. So your body says, oh, we can't do this. So we're not going to do this. Right. Or it's unsafe to do it because right. we'll be not unsafe physically necessarily, but ridiculed or embarrassed. And, and those things help hold us back. Exactly. Yeah. A lot. Okay. So then another part too is the emotional side. So if, you know, have you ever been choked up and tried to actually speak, you know, no. you've got that lump in your throat. So that's no. the other thing too, is really, it's really difficult. So, and then also if you're not feeling physically well, or you're tired or you're recovering, you know, mm -hmm. from a cold or flu or something, it's, it can be tough. So how do you navigate all, you know, all of that as well? So one of the ways that I, I learned about it uh, was through sound therapy. Oh, fantastic. And I hadn't even heard of sound therapy before. I'd heard of music therapy, yes. you know, and that music can help, uh, especially those with dementia or Alzheimer's uh -huh. or children uh, that have uh, challenges, cerebral palsy, that kind of thing, um, that it really helps them to just open up and find a new way to express themselves. Right. So realizing that that wasn't something that was going to be part of my uh, path, um, then I looked elsewhere and found sound therapy. Awesome. So it felt like it was taking one note of a song, let's just say as an example, and that's what was helping, you know, be the resonant frequency of something. Okay. So let's say your heart, you know, there's a particular frequency for your heart sort of thing. And if you moved into, you know, feeling into that frequency, mm -hmm. it helped to calm your emotions enough for you to be able to move through a song. Right. So there's a lot more to it than that. It's but, huge. Yes. Yeah. So sound therapy. Now, there's many aspects to sound therapy. And what I'd like to do is, because to, we could just go on for another hour, is invite you on another, a second podcast where the two of us can explore different tools to sound therapy you know, crystal bowls and Tibetan bowls and do some vocal toning, uh, toning. Mm -hmm. if that interests you, I think that would be awesome. Mm -hmm. So um, if you're interested in that, um, please tune in to look for a future podcast uh, that will be on, on sound therapy tools and, and the concepts of uh, there's sound wellness, our mentors, Ed and Sharon Karn, that's one aspect. They, they've created a whole sound wellness Institute, but there's many aspects and, and you do something that's very unique. That's not part of my repertoire is you do sound bed. What do you call them? Sonic massages, yeah. sound bed. Can you explain a little bit? Or I, I know I've received them. I can put it from my receiving end what they do, but just explain a little bit how that came into it, into your repertoire of amazing offerings. Hmm. <laughs> Thank you. It, what happened was I ran into uh, someone that was able to introduce me to some sound therapists that were interested in having more students. So once I realized that there was actually validity to yeah. the mental and the emotional and the physical process of having an alignment, then okay, sonic massage, what is that? That sounds so cool. So the biggest thing around that is that sound moves matter mm -hmm. and it moves us. It moves within our bones and the water within our bodies. So that was very exciting to me. And also one of the biggest things through the sound therapy that I do, there's a voice component as well, which was right. so exciting. Yes. So I thought, gosh, because the more I learned about the uniqueness of our voice, mm -hmm. it's like a fingerprint. So I actually called it a voice print. So really what that is, is just that 
our body and the cells in our body recognize the sound of our voice. Yeah. So it, it becomes very parasympathetic or, mm-hmm. you know, kind of connects with that part the of our calming nervous, nervous system. system. Exactly. Yeah. It calms things. And that's exactly what you want. Exactly. So, yeah, when I learned more nice. about that and realized the components that were involved in uh, a sonic massage listening, a sound bed listening, yeah. well, I was elated that yeah. one of the components was voice. Which is fantastic. And so from my side of things, I thought it was amazing because that's how I first got introduced to any sort of sound therapy was to have a sonic um, massage with you, which in, as um, Sandy mentioned, it entailed creating this, I would say like a meditative tape that just kind of hummed and it had my, I don't even know how to describe it, but basically lying on what seemed like a massage table that slightly vibrates, the vibration of, you know, like speakers vibrate and just lying there with this amazing sound going through my ears I recall I still recall the very first time I did that on my way home I felt like I was the most relaxed and yet fully awake and energized I'd ever felt with an intention to kind of take on the world at that point and so that's all I'm going to say if you're interested you can contact Sandy mm-hmm. um, now we're coming to near the end of our podcast here so Sandy if somebody wants to work with you I know you can work with people in person, but I understand you also have some options that online through video conferencing, et cetera, that you're working on much of that. How can somebody reach you? Absolutely. Well, through my website at sandydacy.com. Okay. And there's a voice coach tab as well as a sound therapy tab. Okay. So they can click on either one of those to get more information. Can you spell Sandy Dacy? Yeah. It's S-A-N-D-Y. D-A-C-E-Y. Okay. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. And, and the company that you, your business is Sounds Within, right? Wellness. Yes. Sounds Within Wellness, yeah. which includes the voice coaching and the sound therapy. And I love, I love that title because really it's just that Sounds Within is so, our voice, as you mentioned, is so personal and, and what we say. So I, I mean, I, I just want to, tap into when you said our, our voices are healing it, it also can be damaging to us if Absolutely. we don't use it it's very powerful so i love that everything you talk about is that positiveness like how how do we use it in a way of healing and supporting ourselves and the world around us mm-hmm. so before we end today's conversation i would like you if you're willing to share your top three insights wisdoms or tips that our listeners can take away and and maybe use in their own life on an everyday basis. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the first one I would say is that voice is uh, it, it's a very very powerful and unique uh, way to express ourselves and communicate with others in a way that really gets the message across. So say what you mean to say and how you mean to say it. Kindness goes a long way. Absolutely. So that's number one. Number mm-hmm. two. The second one is uh, your breathing. So connect with your breathing as often as you can throughout the day. And the more that you can breathe through your nose, it's it's a much more healthy, filtered, humidified environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but getting low into your rib cage as you can is very helpful and very uh, calming for your system. 
we tend to breathe through our chest or up into our chest. So the more, the lower, the more kind of we are connected to our core identity is how I call it. Oh, excellent. Beautiful. And number three, Mm -hmm. number three would be say it today. Mm. So if you have something to say, say it, say it, the, in the most respectful and honoring way that you can. But the more we hold things in, the more we tend to be more repressed. And Mm -hmm. uh, it's actually more damaging to keep something within us. If we're saying it in a respectful, honoring way, then it helps us to get things out so that we are able to enrich our relationships and enhance our communication. That's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And I am so honored, as I said, to have you as a colleague, as a friend, and uh, for this show, our producer. So Sandy's the one that puts all the little bits together and makes sure everything is sounding beautiful. So thank you. And thank you for being here today. And I look forward to our next podcast, where we share more about what sound therapy is all about. Absolutely. Fantastic. And thank you to you, our listeners, for tuning in to Brilliant Light Wellness, where we shed light on health, love, and happiness. I wish you a wonderful day. Thank you. Thanks, Julia. Awesome. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Brilliant Light Wellness Podcast, where light is shed on issues that impact your health, love, and happiness. Join us weekly for new episodes. is the EWN Podcast Network.